Shut up and sit down. Oh man, everybody, we are back in your ears tonight. Woo woo woo! It's 167 of Third Shift. Woo woo woo! Hey, we're in your ears tonight. Woo woo woo! Hope you're having fun. It's gonna be a great night here at Third Shift. I'm Eric B. I'm coming at you all in 2D. Oh yeah, and with me today is Mr. Matt. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'm coming to you in 2D in your ears. Uh, this, is a, this is the wrong sensory organ. It doesn't, organ. I don't, doesn't It doesn't work. It's fine. So there you go. It's another glorious episode of Third Shift. <laughs> I am Mr. Eric, the light bearer. With me today is the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Matt. And we've got another wonderful episode for you today. So without further ado, I would say, hey, Matt, how was your week? Oh, my week was okay, I guess. Like, I don't, it's another week when I don't really remember what I did. Like, I know we did one thing, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I'm like, man, what else did I do? Did I do nothing over the weekend? And I think I did nothing. Wow. And then, did I do anything during the week? I'm pretty sure I did absolutely nothing. So, the only things I could think of to talk about other than the thing is Video Game World, where I played Yaxa 3 Remastered for, I think, one stream over this past week and it just it makes me happy and it makes me smile every time every time i open up the map and i go is it time for a story mission and i see that question mark and i go no it's not (laughs) and i run over there or i do so many sub stories that i forget what one of the sub stories it's not marked is even for like there was one where it's like hey go to this bar and i'll meet you there I'm like, okay, cool. And then got distracted by like 15 other sub stories. I went, I still got to go to shellac. What's, what's that for? Uh, stroll in. Hey, hey. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I kind of vaguely remember this guy. Go over here. Do, do, do. So it's just, it's fun. It's great. Hitting men with bicycles is the best. I agree. I do agree. And then the other game I've been playing this week, Fire Pro Wrestling World, because it's so it was so fun because it's got it's like I've said before, it's got like a story mode. You go in and you join a different faction in New Japan and you wrestle your way to the top or whatever. You go through like a year's worth of you know the the storylines from the past couple of years, and I didn't know at first like i think when you do it the first time it just throws you into a faction at random so i beat that storyline and then i was like oh maybe i'll start a new character just goof around and then and it takes you to a point where it says hey which faction do you want to join i went oh i had no idea i figured it was just one fixed story so i'm like oh well i'm gonna join suzuki goon the evil heel faction led by minoru suzuki who is like the devil incarnate beautiful join that up and the whole story the whole storyline is about New Japan doesn't care about you because you're a crappy wrestler. So he takes you in and your whole goal as the group is just to ruin everything. Make everybody's day horrible. If it's, oh man, it's Makabe's, you know, 20th year in wrestling. Oh, so let's just beat the shit out of him at the end of the, at the end of the show and make everybody mad. Let's screw up everybody's plans. And I, I tweeted out a screenshot of it. It's like, oh, I've, I've burned away the, the former me and I've ripped away my conscience and I've become a pure being of evil bent, bent on just 
<laughs> having my revenge on New Japan. I'm like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is the wrestling storyline I want. I want to be a, a <laughs> an embodiment of pure chaos and evil and just ruin everything. It was so good. But then, like I told you off air, whenever I play it, I have a lot of fun playing it. And the way you can create matches and get match rankings up based on making a good professional wrestling match. But I found out that if you do that throughout the story mode, you will get a shot at the higher titles as you get to the end. But having a big, long match that's back and forth and has all the action in it you need, it takes like 15 to 30 minutes every time. So now I'm just I'm just slogging my way through another another one of those scenarios and just I'm having a blast, but at the same time, it's like, I have to manage it so I don't lose every time because now you're taking both both wrestlers to the brink and I don't know it's it's a ton of fun and I'm still loving it but it's now it's stressful. Yeah, it's it's strategy, I'm sweating. thinking about it, having to really paying it out. Every time they're grabbing a hold, I'm like mashing all the buttons. I don't even know if it does anything, but I'm like no 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 don't tap out no 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 kick out kick out. Okay, God, oh, oh, hit him with like three finishers. Okay. It's still only ten minutes in, though. Oh God, I don't know. Bail outside the ring. Run around for a while. I don't, Throw I don't chairs, know what to do. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's been a ton of fun, and I think that's all I've been playing on the video game front. I'm gonna get something tomorrow that I'm gonna be playing the crap out of, and I'm gonna talk about it next week. And I'm very excited for that. But until that point, hey Eric, how was your week? Well, last week we recorded on Wednesday. In case y'all didn't know. Because Thursday was Halloween. And what kind of a parent would I be Mm. if we didn't go trick-or-treating? So, of course, we got out there. We took the kids out to the trick-or-treats. However, if you live in Michigan, well, you know, it's about that snow time. You never know what you're going to get. Sure enough, it Mm. was blizzard time. Freaking snow was going crazy. And it was that nice, thick, wet, plushy snow. So it was just like blowing at 70 miles per hour hitting your face and it had been rain like an hour before that and then it turned into this plush snow so 45 minutes and we're just completely drenched in snow rain muck trudging along with our candy bags just sitting let's see wait a minute i I will allow you the we were completely drenched it was not 70 mile an hour winds with giant snowflakes of doom it was like charlotte it was it was like a drizzle it was like a drizzly snow. You didn't have like oh it wasn't no, a and Charlotte, Come dude, on. it was flying. Get. That snow was whipping. I'm talking I don't crazy winds into it. our face. We had to like turn around and do the walking backwards thing down the street <laughs> to get back up to the cars. We actually had to have we had to have one of the mothers go get the vehicle, drive down to get the kids because they couldn't do it. It was too much. And so they they threw the kids in the trunk of this car and drove back up. And me and Brent. Had to walk all the way back up ourselves, completely drenched in this dang snow muck crap. Yeah, it was terrible out here, dude. <laughs> all for some two candy. Things. <laughs> so two, two things. You're always trying to get me to go live out there. <laughs> no, that, never again. No way. And then the second one, I like how the kids didn't get into the car. No. They got thrown in, in the, the trunk, trunk of the yes. car. So there's plenty of room for the adults, but we still had to walk back <laughs> anyway. No, he moved the seats down in the minivan, so there were no seats anymore. Because his plan all along was to initially let the, the car drive with us, and the kids were just going to go door to door if it was too bad and nasty out. But instead, mm. it was good enough. Like, it began all right. It was fine. It was just a, like you said, it was right, a right. light drizzle of snow. 
whatever, no big deal. It wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But like after about 25 minutes, all of a sudden it went to freaking blizzard status over here. So we wanted to finish the one side street <laughs> we're going, but it was kind of like veering back up the way we'd come. And of course, that's the freaking way the wind went. And it got, like I said, it got mm-hmm. too bad. So we we did the emergency, get the car, and then it was all still propped down for if they were just going to hop in and out. So there were no seats in the back. There was the passenger seat up front and then the driver's seat. That was the only seats available. Because the way his van is, he can okay. put the whole thing down into like this just long bed, basically, like a, like a truck would have yeah, almost. Yeah. It's crazy. And sure, huh, I mean, maybe okay. we could have jumped in there somehow. But if you don't know, I'm immobile. I, I don't bend. I, I don't that. move real well. And if you don't know... Brent is also well, immobile. He cannot move or bend or do anything. <laughs> well, now wait. See, I got the solution for you. Mm-hmm. Too bad I wasn't there. It's a big giant bed in the back, yeah, right? Just, you open up just, the two back doors just, and you just, or, you just plank yeah. yourselves right in there. Human just narwhal, torpedo. narwhal my way in. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, That's how you do it. So we did all this. All this for the children. We get back. They're happy. They had a great time, regardless of the snow and freezing winds and all the other good stuff. Mm-hmm. Got the candy, did the things, had the pizzas, blah, blah, blah. Ta-da! Another year of candy time. Now, what also happened yeah, is yeah. I got sick. Yay for me. I got a cold. Whatever. It lasted like two days. It was a pitiful cold. It was weak. Had nothing. Got over that. Mm-hmm. And then I said, man, I'm in a funk, and I'm getting out of this funk. You know what mm. I'm going to do? I'm going to do a cool thing, which we're going to talk about. And then I'm going to do another mm. cool thing, which... Yeah, I totally forgot about it. <laughs> I I didn't, man. Okay, because it, it kind of it was like kind of the catalyst. It got everything going and moving. So mm-hmm. we played some Wolfenstein Youngblood this weekend. Yes. And we drank beers and we laughed and we got our cosplay ideas mm. going for next year. We oh, decided yeah. many things... <laughs> had a lot of beers and we beat the game. Yes. Oh, it felt good. It just felt good. That last boss was ridiculous, annoying mm-hmm. as hell. But I think we got him the second try, wasn't it? It, it was. It was. About oh, was the third, third try? try? Okay, third try. We got him. Yeah, because because the second try, I was like, I'm running out of ammo. Third try, I had no. Yeah, that's ammo. right. Yeah, so it was the third try. We were in there with no ammo, just running from gun to gun, whatever just dropped. That's what we were using. It was great. But we did it. We beat Wolfenstein Youngblood, and that got the blood flowing. That got me going, yes, I knew we could do it. And I'd already talked about this plan, which was to start beating games and getting things done. And sure enough, we did it. We beat that one, and that really made me go, ooh, it tastes like good. It tastes like victory right there. Mm -hmm. So I put control in. I said, I don't care about any of my other games right now. Y'all can go just go burn a fire for right now. Put control in. Mm -hmm. Been playing that straight a few days. Guess what? I beat it. Oh man, so good. Beat control. You you did not. No Beat way. Beat control. Fantastic game. Beat it. <laughs> awesome. I see what's happening, Eric. No, wait, no, you did beat it. I did. That's yeah, right. Controls beat. You just gotta go back and do I the I just extras. said I want to okay. platinum it. So there's a couple I'm, I'm getting I'm getting okay, my stories there's a couple crossed. random I'm, things I'm, to I'm do. Sorry. It's all right, it's all right. And then today I'm sitting there at work. I'm all done with my job. I'm sitting there like, man, I'm gonna do my things. I put out Persona 4 Gold. Tickety-clackety-clackety-clacky. Now, this one's not a full finish. I beat the game, but I didn't beat the game mm-hmm. because Persona 4 Golden has an extra dungeon and an epilogue. So mm-hmm. I have beaten everything but the extra dungeon and epilogue. I got to that yes. part. So I can 
sort of say I have beat it, but I haven't beat it to my liking. So I'm going to do the whole thing. What you can say is you beat Persona 4, yes. but you haven't Persona beaten Persona 4 Golden, 4 Golden yes. yet. Nice. So hopefully tomorrow, which I doubt because I hear that this Hollow Forest or whatever dungeon is actually very difficult. Well, uh, uh, oh, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm, no I'm spoilers, just saying. No spoilers. You told me what the name was. Oh, God. Jesus I hear Christ. it's difficult. That's that's all. I hear yeah. it's hard and annoying. So we'll find out. I'm pretty powerful. So I don't foresee me having any issues. Considering I beat right. the last boss just like by sleeping and pushing the button and talking with mm. a fellow employee while I was doing it. So I was just like, ha ha, yeah, well, uh, pushed my buttons and then I won because it's that easy. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling yeah. it's not going to be as hard as what some people claim it to be just because I found mm. the perfect combos and personas to make myself stupidly OP. And it's great. Yeah. So it was, I feel good. I'm on a roll right now. I'm smooth. I'm grooving. Mm. I'm having a great time. I feel like I'm on top of the world. I'm putting some of these games to rest. And that's been my oh, week. Yeah. That's what I've done this week thus far. But we're not done yet because we did more. Oh, boy, yeah, we did. That's right. That was us individually this week. Together as a team this week, no IG2G, no nothing, no, no Talented Tuesday, no nothing like that. But together as a team, you and I, the one team, the dream team, we went to Yomacon in Detroit, which was a, what is it, a, a full three days and like a partial other day mm-hmm. anime con- convention festival guests and panels and autograph signings and vendor booths all lining up through the whole place. Oh, man, it was a great time. I had a great time. I don't know about you. Just oh, just, just, cool. miserable, just miserable. Just <laughs> miserable. Oh, man, I hate geek culture and cool <laughs> things and seeing people all that right. we know. Oh, man. So, as I'm sure you guys can probably guess, this is the bulk of the show tonight. We're going to talk yeah, yeah. a little bit about Yumacon, Yomacon, I don't care, whatever you want to call it. 2019, all right? So uh-huh. we're going to go way back here. We're going to tell a little story. We got together and we said, well, do we want to do this thing? You know what? We do. Mm-hmm. We really do. And then yeah. Jim Ferrand was going to be there. John St. John mm-hmm. was going to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. Damien Clark? Damien yep, Clark was going to be there. Be there. Uh, I didn't, I, and then honestly, I didn't know it was Syrian, right? Syrian? I don't know what's a. I think it's like Kieran. Gotcha. They were also there. And I had no idea. I didn't know. I didn't even know. Because mm. Jim had referenced the fact that a whole bunch of them were going to be there. And I was like, huh? What? So Yeah, yeah, I thought it was mm-hmm. two. So it was pretty freaking cool. Now, before all that, that just got us pumped up. And we decided we're for sure going to go mm. to this. Said, we have to. This is going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Sweet. Yep. Done deal. And then we look and we're like, oh, mm. single day tickets can only be bought while you're there. Well, we don't like that. Mm. Me and Matt, we don't stand in lines. We don't like screwing around with this kind of stuff. That's nope. not our style. Well, you can buy a three-day pass online and avoid the lines. Buy a three-day pass, mm-hmm. avoid the lines. That's what that's what it said on the thing. It said it. It said avoid the yeah. lines, buy the three-day pass. That's the mm-hmm. ticket. It's only like 15, 20 bucks more. Whatever. Don't care. Going to buy it. So, mm-hmm. and, and like you said, I don't stand in line. I don't pay at the door. Mm-hmm. If I can buy anything online, that's just what I'm going to do. So even if we were going to be there for 15 minutes, I was just going to buy the three-day pass. So I can just be like, look. I'm in. I'm in. Let me in. in. Let's go. Here it is. I I got it. Exactly. This was the purpose. This was the plan. So we drove, Mm. boom, ba doom, 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 all the way to Detroit. Fantastic drive. Easy peasy. Felt Mm. like we were in the car for 10 minutes. No problem. 
It, it was a lot better than it has yeah, been. Yeah, it really was. No, no big jams. It was awesome. So no one cares about that mm-hmm. part though. We get there, we park, we go in, line. There's a line. I'm talking. The second we entered, there was a line wrapping around the little stairwell, and then going down, mm-hmm. down the whole center, the Cabo Center. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, there's the line for all these. And we're, <clears throat> of course, we're making no. Man, what are all these doofuses doing? Why would you all come the day of like that, and then stand mm-hmm. in this crazy line? Oh man. So we're like, and, and, and even past that, I was thinking, what is this line for? Mm-hmm. This can't be for just the single day get no way, in pass because right? it is. From what you see, it's like a hundred yards long at least. Oh, at least. I'm like, well, this is this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And little did I know, but we'll get into that. <laughs> so we 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 skip this line. We're like, well, first off, we both got to use the restroom. We just did the little drive to get here. So we find the restroom yeah. real quick. We know where it's at. We've just been here for the previous Comic Con. Went to the restrooms. Mm-hmm. Then we start walking. We're like, all right, well, where where are we gonna go in this time? What are we gonna do? What should we do? I don't know. You think this is a line that we're gonna this is line? No, there's nowhere. So we don't have to stay in line, Matt. We don't have to. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well here, here's the doors mm-hmm. to the vendor room. Here it oh, is right this here. Is it. Oh. Let's ask somebody, Matt. Oh, I guess. Okay, mm-hmm. let's figure this out. Hey, you lady, helpful lady who works here. Who's right at the door here? Right at the door. Hey. Uh, we, we bought the online three-day pass things. Uh, do you know where we got to go? Here's, here's literally yeah. what it is. We, it says three-day pass. Here's it. And she goes, oh, I'm afraid you're going to have to get in the line. But guess what? When it gets to the entrance of the area, it's going to split. And then it'll be real, real fast for you guys. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you guys understand logic, you know, but there's a single uh-huh. file line that spans 100 plus yards. Easy. I'm talking, actually, it's probably like a football field long, maybe longer. That's 100 yeah, yards. I would say dude. longer. So probably a football. Well, ev- eventually yeah. it was longer. What you could see was 100 yeah, yards. Yeah, it was, there you go. That's what I'm kind of looking for. Yeah, you yeah. could see 100 yards of this thing. Easy. And that's mm-hmm. what we thought maybe it was. That was wrong, though. There was much, much more to this, but we didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she says, you got to stand in line. But at the split, it'll get much easier. Mm. Now, if I got to stand in a line with 100 yards worth of humans in a single file, mm. I'm still standing in line with all these people forever. That's, that's the way this goes. Yeah. There's no, it's no faster. It's not faster. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so now at the time, I was angry. I was still angry. Yeah. Mm. What she said, there was a little bit of sense to it because of yeah. what we saw later. But we'll right. get to that. Well, and and what we should have done is taken that when it gets to the split, mm-hmm. it'll go fast. We should have investigated the split. We should have. If we had gone, oh, okay. What split is just, she talking about? And then if we'd have walked forward exactly. and found it, we would have then been enlightened. However, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We resigned ourselves to being screwed because we're screwed a lot in life. You know, I'm not trying to be all, yeah. oh, woe is me. That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and, and I thought, and I thought when we got to the back of the line, maybe this line is so long just because doors aren't mm-hmm. open yet for some reason. Like once, once the registration lines open, it'll go start flying, right? Yeah. Okay. So we go back to this line. We go to the very end, and we get in it, and then all of a sudden it does move. It moves quite a bit for a few seconds. It starts moving a little bit. Okay, whatever. We're frustrated. We're we're grumpy. We're 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 complaining. But we're moving, mm-hmm. and then it stops. Mm-hmm. And then we realize this is a real line. Here we are. Mm-hmm. And we start slowly inching forward, and mm-hmm. time starts going by. Start doing a little penguin yeah. shuffle. Just 
every few minutes. Oh, oh, 10 more feet. And we're just at this point like, bro, this is ridiculous, dude. And we're talking to each other. Wow, calling Yumacon, getting some money back, which, by the way, I still got to do. You know, uh, Mm. said buy three-day pass, avoid the line. That was the tagline. What is going on? Uh This is a completely ridiculousness. And then we met met a man. We sure did. We met a man, all right? Now, see, we got. I got to frame this correctly. Right. We're standing in line. There were lots of people in costume mm-hmm. all through the line. Anime characters, Fantastic. people from movies, people from TV shows. You know, all dressed up, decked to the nines. And then we saw this man, and he was walking back through the line. And we're like, "Oh, who's?" And I, I went to myself, "Who's this character?" Hmm. He's he's kind of he's kind of scraggly. He's kind of unkempt. And he's got a blanket around himself. Like, what, what kind of character could this guy be? What what? And then we found out what character he was dressed up as, didn't we? We did. It's called Piss Joe. <laughs> Piss Joe the Hobo. Okay? <clears throat> we met Piss Joe the Hobo. Famous. If you guys don't know him, look him up. Famous. For his I'm sure for if you his walk smell. around your town long enough, you will you find, will this, find man. this man. You will find this man. You will smell this man. All right? He was oh. there being a predator. Getting all these very kind, don't want any trouble sort of folks mm. to give him money. And they were. Yeah. And you know why? There's mm. two reasons. First off, because most people don't like confrontation of any sort and just want people to get out of their way. So therefore, if I give you a buck, yep. you're going to leave me alone for the rest of the time. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. The second reason was because this man smelled so horrid. <laughs> it was... it. I don't gag, really. I don't gag. I didn't gag this time either, but I did a couple of light coughs. And to get me mm-hmm. to do that, it has to be bad. It has to be very bad. I have smelled death, people. I've been around dead corpses, rotting corpses. <laughs> I've watched pigs eat human bodies and stood there. Mm. Okay? So you have to understand in what I, the frame I'm coming from here. This man <laughs> was bad. And I did the... <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> believe me when I tell you he he smelled unbelievable. You would not believe. You would not believe it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it at the time. I've smelled hor- hor- horrible things, and it was it was it was too much on every front. It was. It was the smells. Com- it was just combined into such a yeah pungent just punch. It was just, mm-hmm. and it didn't go away. That was the part yeah. that bothered he, me. He did. He went away. But it didn't. Yeah. So <clears throat> to get back to the story, he's coming down this line. And I look at Matt and I go, tell me why I'm in this line, Matt. And why do I now mm-hmm. have to confront this man and tell him, no, he's not getting money? I said, I hope he mm-hmm. just realizes he's getting nothing from us and leaves us alone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, thank, thank goodness mm-hmm. one thing happened. <laughs> He did that. He got close, and his blanket touched my leg, touched my left leg, scrapped it. And he looked at me, and he said, I ain't even going to ask, yo. And he whispered that. So apparently he understood. There was a look, there was a look in our eyes, something, whatever it was. It was, it was the dead eyes and the, just the tight, clenched jaw. And then for me, it was the mouth half open to breathe through. Because the other, because I wasn't yeah. going to breathe through my nose, I was just going. Ah, ah, ah. So, 
So we got away from it. He didn't even, I didn't have to tell him no. He just walked away mm-hmm. and he kept going. And then and I said, thank goodness it's gone. But it wasn't gone. Mm-hmm. That smell no. was there. It was like five <laughs> to six minutes of this just smell. And it's not like he was like right behind us. He went. He didn't stop for a while because I, I, I didn't look for him, but I turned and looked at you and he was out of the periphery. So he was well away. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I don't And how? I don't know. And now I'll say this as a quick side note. When he was still farther up, I watched this mm-hmm. girl all decked out in some really cool, you know, cosplay. I don't remember what it was anymore, but she was running up to hurry up and get going or whatever she was up to. Mm. And she got up to him and she didn't really recognize him. I think she just thought he was some cosplayer doing something. She mm-hmm. like basically bumped into him. Oh. And then she kind of stopped and he started moving again. And then she like like she was stunned like like she but ran the deer in the headlights kind of thing it was just like mm-hmm. and she kind of yeah. stood there for a minute and did like a wobble, and then she just beelined and took off, and mm. I was just in my head just dying going this just, she just, her life just got ruined for a minute just <laughs> boom <laughs> the smell of every bad thing in the world <laughs> oh. And she probably thought at first, is this what the con smells like? Because she could, you couldn't imagine. Yeah, you've always heard the rumors about getting these cons and and, then these, you know, expos, and it's just nothing but Mm. stinky geek sweat and just disgustingness. Uh Because, you know, there's that (laughs) stigma, which is partially true that a lot of nerds, geeks just don't Mm. properly take care of themselves. And so they start to smell bad. I, I wonder if this young girl thought that was the case. And at what point she realized, how far did she have to run before she realized she was okay? <laughs> I'll never know, because I didn't want to get out of the stupid lie. <laughs> I'll never know. Now, I will I will say, if <laughs> I, I said it as a joke earlier, thinking he was a character, but there was a dude we saw who basically wore a quilt around him as a costume. It was the Kamashita. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was nicely yeah, done up. like in his, you know, royal, nice pink, his royal robe or whatever, cape. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it looked like a man with a quilt around his shoulders, mm-hmm. which is what Piss Joe was. Yep. So, yep, yep. And then Piss Joe rode away on his bicycle with his his <laughs> his blanket flapping. And we both, of course, later said, you know, I was watching Piss Joe as he rode his bike away. I was, too. <laughs> I was hoping his blanket was going to get stuck in the spokes and we were going to watch a glorious <laughs> flip. <laughs> It didn't happen. Piss Joe's a pro, everybody. This man's been hoboing it longer than you can probably imagine. He's done more and Speaking more. of being a pro, <laughs> this guy knows. He he came through. He did one pass through the line. Mm-hmm. He got his profits. He left on his bike. And then we saw him again. Yes. Not 15 minutes later. So he left, and everyone went, oh, okay, phew. And then he immediately returned. Yeah. And we went, where Where did you go? Long enough to make sure, because by this time, like I said, it had been 15, 20 minutes, we'd gotten farther in the line. Still, the line had yeah, shuffled sure. up maybe like 50 enough yards. Enough to where at least halfway. there was going to be a whole new slew of people behind us. Mm-hmm. So he was just running that bracket, doing it over and over again, looking like he was a fresh hobo coming in, asking for help. Mm-hmm. Over and over again. He probably did this all day. Because guess mm-hmm. what, folks? That line was there all day to different all degrees. Day. Sometimes it was out the door. Sometimes it was half of what that was. But all day long, that line stayed. Mm-hmm. So we got to see one more rotation of Piss Joe. All right? Mm-hmm. Nothing too eventful happened beyond that, except for no. a guy 
came through and he said, And mm-hmm. I went, Yeah, that's exactly what I, I said. Went, yeah. I think he said, If you got online passes, follow me. And Matt went, I don't know, dude. I didn't hear that. I don't know. I didn't hear none of that. And I went, I didn't hear a lot I just, of it either. I just heard him remember, remember. <laughs> Also, don't give me the Bob voice. Don't you dare do that. I, I heard I heard Bob in there. <laughs> so, You're just trying to do that because I wasn't sure in the moment what to I do. And I said, Matt, let's just follow this dude. Come on, let's do it. You want to do it? I don't know, man. Let's just do it. I think he said, let's go follow him. Okay, man. Because at this point, we'd been in line for, for what, 30 I'd minutes? Say a little bit longer, almost 40. Yeah, 40 minutes. 40 minutes. It had moved 50 yards. And the last thing I wanted to do was, if we had to stay in the line, was get out and then go back and repeat the process again. So that's why I was like, "Well, I don't, I didn't really hear it. I don't know." And you were like, "Let's just go." And I went, uh, mm, uh, "Nobody's gonna. We're, if we can find these Jurassic Park guys, they're not gonna be like, why well, these guys were in back of us because we would have left.'" And I went, "Oh, oh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know." Spoiler alert: Two things. First off. Eric would have not gone back to that bag. Eric would have gone back to the Jurassic Park hat man, and I'd have been like, "We need our spot back." You understand? You, you what happened was this. I need my spot back, uh-huh. and then I would have just stood in the spot, and then I would have forced the people to either a either just go with it, or b they would have had to confront me and be willing to fight. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> and, see, "And see, the one thing I was gonna say is, why don't you go? If it's good, text me." And I should have just said mm-hmm. it. I mean, well, we we should have done what we did do, which is great. So yes. at the end, it wouldn't it worked matter. Out. But in the moment, I should have been like, just go. And I'll, I'll hold now, the spot. It almost ended bad, though, because we tried to follow this gentleman, yes. but we lost him. So many people, so many things, lots of doors and hallways. He was like Speedwalker yeah, Jones flying. as well. Like inside of 15 seconds, he was mm-hmm. gone. So we're looking around. I'm getting to that point where I'm starting to get angry now because I, I can't find him. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he went. I'm like, oh, man, I got to do plan B, go back and tell these people I'm getting back in line and then maybe see how it goes. But the worst part was we took a turn because the line took a turn. And then we saw like 200 yards more line line. and no man. Mm -hmm. And he was gone. Yes, it was. It was terrifying. It it really was. I was like, this is the worst. This is the worst right Mm now. Thankfully, he appeared. (laughs) Boom. He's coming back. And I went. Yeah. You, gentlemen, I heard you say words, and I think you said something about online pass. I sure uh-huh. did, boys. Hey, you follow me. Come with me right and now. He, Let's he go. He took us to the, to the appropriate area. And now what this lady mm. long time ago, mind you, this is almost 45, 50 minutes ago at this point, had said, mm. when you get to the split, it's going to go a lot faster for you. And this is where it made uh-huh. sense. Because not only was there 200 mm. yards more of line out here in the hallways, but then we went to these doorways, and there was this big thing that said registration, will call, and something else. I don't remember what it was. It was registration with card, registration cash only, and then and will, will call. call. And so, and and there were two like cash and credit yeah. lines. So it split into like a a freaking octopus of lines. It did. It did. And we, I still don't understand what he said. So we kind of stood in this weird line, like the far left. And then this gentleman <laughs> looked at us like weird, and he walked up and he went. You guys, what you got? Oh, online passes right here. Through. Your will call. And, of course, he said it like mm. we're idiots, which we were, because at that point we're kind of like, I don't know, man. There's just all these lines and things happening. But literally anything I've ever bought that says go to will call says, says it, it on, on your, your ticket. ticket. It says pick up at will call. Go to will mm-hmm. call. Will call, will call. Anything that says will call. Ours said online registration, three-day pass. 
That's that doesn't it. say will mm-hmm. call. Nope, sure doesn't. None of the instructions said go to will call. It said print this out and take uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. That's all it said. <laughs> and so he says go to will call. Now, here's where the split all made sense. Will call's line mm. was a straight line all the way up to the registration mm. booths. Not a soul was in it. And it was it was about another like 50 mm-hmm. yards of in, in this octopus of lines Every single line was filled with filled humans. With humans. Will call had, from what zero. you could see from the end, zero humans. Yep. So we would have had to stand through another 200 yards, and then this octopus line going all the mm. way up to the registration booths to get in. And mm. if we hadn't had that gentleman yeah. come up and go, <laughs> if that had not happened, we would have probably been in line for two and a half hours or so at the very yeah, least. at the very least and that would have ruined my day that would have destroyed mm-hmm. any happiness i could have had that day so i'm very yeah. thankful that that moment came <laughs> and saved us from that fate because then we beelined it straight up through will call like i said got mm-hmm. all the way up there there was literally one human with their daughter or something like that getting about to go up and do the cash thing and pay and go in so mm-hmm. we, we waited for half a second it was like half a second and then boom, yeah. in, and away we went. All mm. that drama, meeting pissed Joe, all the things, <laughs> craziness, <laughs> insanity. And I, and I will say that wasn't even it for me. Like well, it's, it sounds like the happy ending right there. No, that's that's when I started getting mad. Like I was I was I was I was ticked off waiting in the line. But I went, yeah, this is what we got to do. Once I had my thing in my hand, and we were going to the to the to the vendor hall and I got in that's when for some reason I was like that that's when I was I was I was like all right there, there better be something good in here because I'm, I'm I'm really steamed right now <laughs> just the whole walk from I have my badge back all the way looking at all these faces mm-hmm. seeing that the Jurassic Park guys hadn't even made it to the bend nope. yet oh man mm. oh god all because of misinformation mm. gosh it's terrible it's terrible and there was there was also no signage no. until the split. Mm-mm. It didn't even say like registration this way. Mm-hmm. We'll call Nothing. here this just, or that. It's just line of humans. Here you go. It should have been very big with huge letters like uh, online three day pass here. Da 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 da. You know, it should have been mapped out mm. once you walked in from any of the main entrance or that side entrance. Yep. Something you should have done. So I will state mm-hmm. once I call Yumicon and talk with them that. Going forward, mm. it'd probably be a good idea to have that kind of information there. I mean, for those yeah. of you who've gone before, sure, you're going to know, and it's no big deal. But if you've never done anything like this before... Or, for God's sakes, put it on your website. No, that's, that's Here's true. the map. Here's Will Call. And then, what Will Call with and an asterisk. And you'll go to Will Call. It goes, it goes down and says, asterisk. This is where the online 3-day pass people pick up their stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, now I know. Wonderful. Instead, I go on the website and I go, what's what's anywhere? I can find the guests and that's about it. Cool. Exactly. Oh, so that all happened. Got done mm-hmm. with it. We said, all right, we're good. let's start this off. Let's, you know what? Let's bring it back. So we went in mm-hmm. there and we got to the vendor area and it was awesome. Tons of fun. So many cool things. It was things. great. Yes. I mean, just that growing up with, I mean, not growing up with anime, but growing up with anime, that's what I did. So anytime I see anime DVDs and see these old series, it just puts me back in that, like that high school days of just like, man, this is, this is home right here. 
looking at those big racks of, you know, mangas and anime DVDs and everything, seeing all the, all my geeky characters everywhere. I'm just like, yeah, this is, uh-huh. this, this is cool. And I mail it out real quick, but it was just that, ooh, spike of just, and then, ah, oh, okay. I made it. Everything's cool. Mm-hmm. And for me, all the, uh, beautiful anime body pillows and, and titty, um, uh, mouse pads and stuff. The boob mouse God, pads, yeah. They're so great. I love, I wanted to buy every last one of them just so I could, like, <laughs> just get a rise out of the wife and have fun with mm. it. Just, you know, just to, I just, the humor in it all, I love. Mm. And if you like getting that stuff, that's awesome. I mean, if I was a single man, hell yeah, man, I'd totally have me some really cool stuff like that. Mm. But obviously, that's not there no here. But it's cool it, it, to see it, to be in an environment where you're like, oh, look at, oh my God, they just got a whole vendor with all they had was, body pillows like all the different anime characters you could ever imagine just all up on mm. display males females everything all there for you to buy and purchase at your leisure i was like wow man so cool look at all this cool stuff and then like you said seeing all the different artwork for the different animes that i've watched and oh mm. dude, oh my god i want this poster all oh, this look at this hand-drawn interpretation of that so great not being able to buy any of it I mean, but yeah <laughs> I mean, some of the coolest stuff was, I mean, you see anime figurines online and you're like, oh, it looks really neat. But when you go to a booth that has like 50 to 60 to 100 of them all laid out, you can see it in real life and see how cool it is. Like there was that one that had the, it had all the the wood burned like wanted posters. And then they had all these Dragon Ball Mm -hmm. figures lined up with all the flashy, flashy colors and just looking super action poses and stuff. I was like, man, this is, I mean, I'm not super into Dragon Ball. I was into Z for a while, but it's like it just seeing all these things that you don't ever see anywhere else. Like in the city, where are you going to see that? Nowhere. Literally nowhere. And then you walk into a city of anime culture. That's, eh, it was awesome. It was great. I was at home. It was great. It was awesome. No matter how geeky and weird I could be, I was, I was right at home. You walked into a city full of, Geek yes. culture and geek Everything things. you can imagine, video game, anime-wise, at some point you could find something there that you liked. Mm-hmm. And like you said, yes, walking into this whole city, this whole town, this whole area, just full of it. You know, every mm-hmm. every booth was like, ooh, I want to see that. I want to see that. Ooh, I'd like to look at that. I will say this. I wanted to spend a lot more time with like the artwork and stuff, but mm-hmm. I always feel really awkward. And now I said... There's only really done these two yeah. times now, so maybe that passes that the more you go and get used to that kind of environment and how that all works. But mm. the artwork was amazing. Some of these artists are phenomenal, yeah. had great stuff. But when we went to the booths, it was literally just like it would be me and you and the artist. And mm. I didn't want to like stand there looking at their artwork because un- unfortunately, folks, I can't buy any of it. I don't have mm. the means to purchase like this art, which I'd love to. I just don't have the means to. So all I can yeah. do is admire it and move on. And I, I've always, I felt mm-hmm. real awkward, like, uh, stopping and actually looking at it because then you'd engage the artist and say, hello, how are you doing? Oh, you like anything? How are you doing? Da, da, da. And you're just like, yeah, I think that's awesome, but I, I have zero intention to buy it. I can't buy it. It's not going to happen. So you, even though you, I enjoy you get that your farmer's stuff, market feel. I can't help you or support you in any way, unfortunately. I think what we got to do, and this holds true for not only the art booths, but for all the merchandise booths. We got to not walk through it like a farmer's market. We got to like stop and look at what's there. Because we walked through that room like four or five times total throughout the day. And at booths we had already seen, 
and already picked out like a thing that we wanted from there, you and I both went, oh man, look at that thing I never saw before. At this booth, we passed four times. So I think we got to like settle in and be like, all right, it's like you're moving from store to store and just stop and look and okay, this is cool. That's cool. Now I know everything that's here and move on to the next one. Regardless of whether it's just us and the artist, who cares? We got to look and we got to stop and look. That's right. That's what we got to do. I agree. We do got to stop just screwing around and being awkward or feeling weird or silly. And and feeling like, oh man, I really want to stop at this one, but I don't think Eric does. So I'm just going to kind of keep walking and like maybe look. And if he wants to stop, we will. uh, Yeah, because it's the same way for me. It's, it's, uh, I kind of want to look at this, but I don't want to like hold Matt up and look at this dumb thing that he probably doesn't give two poops about. So I'll just kind of look at it slow and walk slower as I walk by. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Whatever. I saw it. I saw it. No, we got to treat it like shops on in a street in the city. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to this store. You're going to see what's all there. Yep. And you're going to go to the next one. And just, or we just, hey, it's, we got 45 minutes until the next thing. Fucking woohoo. Do whatever. Yep. Go wild. We'll, we'll convene over there. Mm-hmm. And that's another way it could possibly maybe do like one sweep through us just hanging out with each other, doing the thing, and then go, all right, we got mm-hmm. an extra hour. Go wild, man. Meet up here an hour. We'll go get some lunch. Do what we do. Yeah. That way we can both yeah. go back to wherever we want and stand there like idiots and stare at the things for weird amounts of time. Yeah. Stuff. And be yeah, slow yeah. and stupid about it. So mm-hmm. I agree. It's something to work on, but you know, we're both fresh to the con thing and doing that exposed yeah, yeah. cons, that kind of stuff. I think it'll come with the more we do them, which is funny mm-hmm. because I didn't really ever have an intention to do a bunch of this stuff. But now that I've gotten to a couple, I'm like, that's yeah, fun, man. I want to. I want to go to more cons. Yeah. It's cool, man. So I'm hoping that Michigan, obviously we'll go to Yumacon next year and Comic Con again, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping, you know, we start seeing more bigger, bigger ones too. Come, well, Yumacon's huge, but you know what I mean? More of them come along. Well, there's the, uh, there's that one in Grand Rapids we got the little flyers for when we were at the Michigan Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Yep. Grant. That one was, that one seemed bigger because they had a whole big list of guests. And too. that one would be one to check because Grand Rapids is Michigan's hub. You know, you'd think yeah. it'd be Detroit, but Grand Rapids is just pretty much the bigger biggest and then detroit and then you know it doesn't matter grand rapids is like the cool stuff hub yeah detroit is like the, the actual, actual hub, hub but if you want cool stuff and and neat stuff and not not crazy detroit i'm not gonna say it and not, not feel like not crazy. having to worry like you're gonna get stabbed on the street by a crazy person <laughs> <laughs> not that you do not that you ever would. do no been there a million times yeah. it hasn't happened yet not to say it could never happen mm. but you know what i mean Piss Joe's Piss gonna Joe find will you. find. He's gonna hear this episode. Piss Joe the homo. And he's gonna find. I us. can't wait. I'll have him on he's the show. Get you get with on, a stinky Come on, skin. third shift, Piss Joe. Now that you're on the, t- you know, the old Discord. I don't have to smell you. It's fantastic. Tell us your story. <laughs> How'd you become a hobo? Why do you stay a hobo? What's up? Let us know. And anybody out there who's like like the hobo advocates and stuff, we're not mocking hobos, but we have a lot of them around here, and a lot of them are by choice a hobo. I used to do the Stop the River thing with Boy Scouts every year for freaking like nine years. And we'd go clean up the hobo little towns by the river. And I would talk to these hobos. They'd help us come clean. And they they were like, yeah, you know, I just couldn't take society anymore and I had to escape it. And they, they so they became hobos. They didn't want to work. They didn't want to do anything. The pressure of working and living was too hard. So they decided to do drugs and drink beer and live in a tent. I don't know. Sure, are there some ones that are, you know, uh, disabled, handicapped, who ended up there? Yeah, sure, there are. There's mm. always that. 
But no, a lot of these hobos are there because they just don't want to work. They don't want to do anything anymore. They're just done. So back on track. We're going to have to make sure we get more used to the whole con thing, go to more, have more fun, experience them all mm. over the place. And, of course, we got to get to, like, PAX East, start getting to the big video game actual cons and checking those out. Because oh, yeah. that's going to be a whole new thing. And we got a tiny taste of it when we got to go into the video game section at the Humicon. Oh, dude. That was so good. Because walking into that room where and just hearing that wall of sound, it was like walking into two arcades when you were a kid. It was like... Or a full-size, like, Aladdin's castle. You walk in and just hear nonstop sounds, video game sounds, people talking over these video game sounds. And it was just it was just the biggest arcade you could imagine. There were Dance Dance Revolution machines. There was VR machines. There were all, like, rows upon rows of fighting game machines. Any kind of, any kind of game you could think of. There was, like, the weird... There's some weird, like, tappy game that people were playing. I don't even know what that was. I wanted to look over somebody's shoulder and see what they were doing. There were, like, the sit-down racing games. There was... Uh, it was it was beautiful. When I walked in there, it... Even, I, I was happy by the time we walked in there, and it cranked me up to, like, ridiculous degrees. Like, I felt like a little kid again, walking through an arcade and just seeing happy people playing video games, lined up to play video games. Ridiculous. Awesome. Great. I loved it. I felt like a teenager again going into that arcade hall. Freaking games everywhere. Sounds, the lights, the effects going on, the smell of it. They had this huge tournament thing up in there, like where they were holding all the tournaments with the different games, the Tekkens, the Soul Calibers, the Smash Brothers, just buzzing, mm-hmm. beeping, blooping everywhere. And I, part of what Matt said was like, there was games I've never even seen before, you know, these weird games that don't typically come over this way. All going on mm-hmm. and playing against walls. I was like, holy cow, what the hell is this even? Oh, this is awesome, cool, great. And then to get to all of it, we had to go through this cool little area where they had indie developers, you know, showcasing mm-hmm. some of their cool little indie games, and you could sit down and play their game and have the developer talk to you and tell you what the game was all about. Stuff we've never got to experience before, and it was all right mm-hmm. there. And of course, with Yumicon, its focus wasn't on that. You know, it's an anime convention first, but even so, they had this awesome section dedicated to that and just just getting that taste that whiff of it like that i was like oh my gosh imagine going to like a full-on gaming con where this is its life this is the blood of it and then there's other stuff on the side and i was like wow what this is this is crazy amazing now the one thing we didn't say about that gaming room that cheered me up and we both said took us back to the old days is i turned to the right as we got to that main drag of it, I turned to the right to say something to you, and over your shoulder I saw row upon row of CRTs as people were playing stuff on, like, I think it was a Smash Brothers they were playing on GameCube on a bunch of CRTs, man. Big old thick, fat CRT televisions. And I went, oh, I'm home. This is, this, is, this is my childhood. This is my life. Look at that. Look at that. Look at him. Look at him. I was so happy to see the CRT. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, I totally forgot about the CRT TVs over there. I, uh-huh. It was crazy to me because, like, that was the last thing I expected to see. I, why would yeah. you have CRT TVs for anything? And I was like, wait a minute, this is a cool little niche the gaming convention. They're gonna have these mm. things here for people who want that experience with those particular uh-huh. types of TVs and the image it puts out, et cetera, et cetera. I was uh-huh. like, oh man, this is too cool. That would have been amazing to be able to sit down and play some of the games up on those old TVs. Mm-hmm. But alas, it's funny because we were told by Jim Fronda, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. 
that we had to go in there. We had to check it out. So, of course, uh-huh. we'd been trying to meet up with this gentleman all morning long. Wasn't working out between him doing things, us going here, us going there, and all this. Us being us stuck being in a stuck line. stuck in a line for 50 freaking minutes. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't jiving. So we were like, all right, let's go check out that cool video game area. We went over to the video game area. We're checking out. We're having a great time. Boom. Get a DM. Jim's like, hey, I'm over here in the vendor hall. Where are you guys at? What's going on? Mm-hmm. We had to bail. We had to leave the gaming hall. We're on our way, Jim. Mm-hmm. We're going to find you. So we go. We left it. Never got back to it. Went over to the vendor hall. Did mm-hmm. the whole, you know, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? We're looking around. <laughs> we're trying to find him. Sure enough, mm-hmm. we're detectives. We see him. We spot him. Yeah. Whoop. We go up. He's over here checking out some cool vendor. We just start shadowing him for a couple vendor shops, doing the stalking. <laughs> Now you you fully full on did. I was like, I'm not gonna be this guy because oh, he doesn't know me. I mean, he knows my face because he's been on the Discord with us. But I'm like, I don't trust that he rec- who would recognize me in a in a snap. So I was like, let me just oh, I'm just walking along, looking at my two friends over there. Do 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 do. I'm I'm a subtle man. You're the direct man. Nope. I went up and stood this, behind. This him. is why this is the perfect team right here. <laughs> I stood behind him and just watched him and listened to him as he went through a couple booths. <laughs> And then he finally got to the point where he turned sideways. And I was just like, yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? You know, the real cool stalkerish weird thing you do. <laughs> and he kind of he turned a little bit, turned like that side angle so he could look and see what the heck's going on and who's, if he's being addressed or if it's somebody just talking weirdly around him. And, of course, he sees me and he turns. Oh, my God. Ah. So he oh. recognizes. I knew he would. He sat there and talked yeah. to us for over an hour and a half or so. You know, I mean, you know, you'd remember yeah, our true, faces true. when you're because st- you know if you're talking to your Discord, you're staring at someone's face for however long you're talking. There's, there's really nothing else exactly. to do unless you unless you got a cat or something. Yeah, unless you got a kitty cat. But but I will say it was totally cool to see Jim. I, I'm gonna peel back behind the curtain. We talk about this a lot. We do a show every week. We've done it for what two and a half mm-hmm. years, almost three. I don't know what the exact numbers are. We've been doing this show forever. All of our relatives, all of our friends, nobody cares. Like, hey, all we get is like, hey, how's the show going? Oh, really cool. We have this cool guest on. All right, neat. Mm-hmm. Like all the people we know who know we do a show aren't like excited about it. So to see Jim and have him light up and go, oh my God, third shift, dude, and grab us up in a big hug to be excited to see us, two random jabronis who just do a show on Thursday nights. I mean, obviously, people like, but nobody we know is excited about. Mm-hmm. So to see some peop- some person who we're excited to see be excited to see us, that was freaking yeah, amazing. it was a lot of fun. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, look at that. Hey, cool. Yay. But no, hey, look, we do something cool that somebody else out there likes. And, you know, we do get feedback yeah. and fun things all the time. And we understand that. But it's just one of those weird things in person to have someone come yeah, up yeah, and yeah. be like, dude, you guys rock. Oh, my God, it's so great. And and then this person to be so awesome, you know, the voice yeah. is so many cool characters in anime, video games. It was like, oh, this is this is it right here. This is this is the high mm. fives moment. Pachow, pachow. Yeah. So it was it was awesome. We got to meet him, talk to him. The only bad thing about it was that Jim was a sought after individual. He was needed mm. in every booth and every panel and every freaking godforsaken thing there was. So the whole time we're talking, you could tell he totally did want to hang out and just walk around and talk with us and hang out. And, of course, mm. we wanted to. 
But you could tell he was like checking his watch every few seconds, and he's like, "Ah, crap!" I get because he'd said he'd been so busy he hadn't even got to check out any of the vendors really yet, do really anything for himself at this whole you know event. And this was like a little bit of his free time before he was off to yet again another whole shindig. Mm-hmm. And so we're I was trying to be respectful of that, but at the same time, you know, I, I also wanted to be, talk to him and be you know like, "Hey, we're we're happy to see you, and let's talk." So it's like that weird, mm-hmm. like, I want to let him go because I don't want to, like, mess. You know, he's trying to do his own thing, too, and have fun. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we did say we we're going to meet up. And I, I know he does want to talk. But it was, it was like, oh, hey, well, no, no, it's cool. It's, uh, but, okay, yeah, I understand. It's like, oh, okay. I, I, I didn't feel awkward at all. I thought it went fine. Because, mm-hmm. he you know, he, he was excited to see us. We were excited to see him. We were excited to talk about different things. And it felt like right as it could have gotten into the, okay, so what are we going to do? Just like walk around, you know, Hank, you know, what's going on? It was, all right, well, we got to get rolling. And then we hit him with the, hey, can we get an autograph real quick? And it was, I, I thought it was perfect. I didn't feel awkward or strange at all. I had a great time seeing you, Jim. You're the man. I'm glad I got to meet you. And see, and for, it makes sense because I'm the man who talks. I'm the man who does all that stuff. You're the mm. chill guy. So for you, you were just yeah. letting it go, seeing how it went. All right. Whereas I was like, all right, yeah. how do I direct this? How are we going to do? What kind of time do we got? Can we have like a full on mm. conversation? Is this going to be a mid conversation? Is this the high and by? What are we doing here? What's going on? So I was trying to gauge it mm. in my head and talking at the same time. And, and for you, it was just, ah, whatever, man. Hi. Cool, man. It's great seeing you. Well, like I, like I, I told you, my <laughs> one expectation for the con was to get to see Jim and meet him in person. Mm-hmm. Anything else, whether it was hanging out or, I mean, even really getting the autographs, even though they, they had an autograph session. But I was like, even if we get, all I wanted was to see him and say, hey, have like a few minute conversation. So anything on top of that was just bonus. Indeed. It was all bonus. Yes. It went, it went great. It was fun. That's yeah. fantastic. We got the cool autograph from Jim. He took off to go see a Borderlands photo shoot, which we ended up going to see too. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it was so good. But before we did that, John St. John happened to be at his table, which is right around, right from around Jim's from table. Jim's table. And we said, Oh, we got to go say hi to John St. John. So we went up mm-hmm. to John St. John. And I was like, oh, it's, hey, it's, you know, I got a proposition. How about you go watch Third Shift and check out some stuff? We did a whole show about you and Duke Nukem, and, <laughs> and now we can get you mm-hmm. back in Gearbox. He was very polite, very cool, awesome guy. Yeah. He was listening to us, said, oh, that's great. I'd love to do Duke Nukem again. And, and, and we talked about uh, Bulletstorm a little bit, and he wishes, you know, he mm-hmm. was talking about how he wished he could have actually been drunk to do the drunken part because he felt like it was really awkward doing it sober. Uh-huh. And so yeah, he said beyond that he loved doing it too. That was his only regret. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to I wanted to get with him, you know, mess with him some more, but you could totally tell he was being polite and he wanted to, you know, of course, get to the next individual and say hello and do the whole shtick that you're supposed to do. So we went ahead mm. and, you know, hey, we'll get an autograph. So boom. So we got two autographs on the third shift posters that we brought. So we are rocking and rolling. We were hoping to go ahead and get Damian Clark's and uh so after that we went in the hallway we were like all right to close today out let's go up to that autograph line let's get in there we'll go see jim one more time we'll see john st john we'll see damien and then i think was kieran wasn't there no was no he he was he he had a special panel the next day and then uh uh there was a concert that night that he was gonna do okay 
But when I was check when I was checking on Twitter, he was really sick that day. I guess he had a migraine and stuff, so he wasn't even on the floor or doing anything oh, okay. on Saturday. Gotcha. So we got that anyway. But we were gonna go ahead and, yeah. and get at least Damian Clark's and go talk to him and whatnot. However, mm-hmm. the line was crazy long. No, no, we you gotta say we got upstairs and we saw oh it's the second floor. There's like nobody up here. There's a little group over here in the corner. We turn the corner and there's this nice big wall with like all these beautiful windows. You can see over the river. You mm-hmm. can see into Canada, Canada on the, the other flags. side. And people are all hanging out on these little couches or like you know sitting Indian style on the floor and they're walking up and like where's that ballroom that this autograph signing is supposed to be at and you're like this line is too long dude and I'm like no 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 that's not they're just that's hanging not out. a line that's just that's just humans <laughs> sitting down because I know what lines are because we stood in one for 45 mm-hmm. minutes lines are humans standing back to back going <sighs> and this was people all spread out there was like five feet of space between each person that's not a line that's not in any line I've ever been in someone's right Right up on my front, someone's right up on my back, and then we got up to the to the front. And went, oh, that's the ballroom, and I looked, and there's one contiguous little archipelago of humans all the way down. And someone came up and went, "Hey, all you people in line, make sure you're over on the wall there." And all the humans shuffled, and I went, "I've had too many lines for today. We can't do mm-hmm. it. We can't do yep. it." Yep. <laughs> I look back, and I'm just like, "Nope, we're missing Damien's, and that sucks." It, it was another like 50 to 70 yards of humor. Uh-huh. And I went, that's too much humor. I can't do it. Can't do it. Especially since we've technically we got two of their autographs. Sure, I'd like to say hello to them again, but we've already talked to mm-hmm. them. We've already had a conversation with them. Plus, this time yeah. we'd be in a cow farm milling. So it'd just be, hi, bye. And we're like, no. So we didn't get the third autograph we were hoping to get. Sadly. Sadly. But we did get two of them, and we had a great time, and we got to walk mm. out of there with all the great experiences, meeting Jim, talking to John St. John, which, by the way, I will totally be contacting him. We're going to get him on the mm. show, unless he says, screw Thank you guys, you. but I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and I really wish we could, I think the next time that we, if the next time Yomacon's in town, I want to actually get, just even if it's just for myself, a room for a couple nights so I can see all the different panels. Oh, Cause the be one awesome. down thing about it was there were, you know, panels for cool people and autograph signings on Saturday. But then there was also like two more for various people in that group on Sunday. So we, there was no way to get them all, all in one. Cause I don't think John had anything going on on Sunday. So he was likely gone. And, Kieran was only really on Sunday or Saturday night, and Jim was sort of during the daytime over here and afternoons over there. And it was so if there was, you know, just hey, this weekend I'm in Detroit. Hey, whenever I want to go down, I can see them at this panel, them at that yeah. panel, hang out in the video game room at night. I think that's what I'm going to do personally, just so there's because I mean, it was great. I had, I had a blast, but I would like to just. Have like the con like lifestyle mm-hmm. for two days straight of just meander in, meander go, out, whatever see I what you want to see, then leave, eat some good food, exactly. get drunk that night, wander around. Because you, because there were all kinds of like late night events, parties, and just panels and all kinds of crazy stuff. To just, I just feel like going down to this. What's this over here? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I mean, I'm sure there were cosplay parties just out. Oh, in, I'm sure. Just the hotels or the mm-hmm. bars or wherever. Yeah. I agree. Wild. I will attempt to do that with you next year. 
Okay. We'll see you know, how much flack and fluff I get, but I'm going to attempt to yeah. do it. I would say I might be able to get away with one night, staying one night. I don't think mm-hmm. I'll be able to do a whole weekend, though, two whole nights or something. Yeah, yeah. But I think I can get away with one night. I think I think I can do it. So we'll try that. We'll see how it goes. Cool, cool. We'll do the three-day pass again. We'll make it all happen again. So there you go, everybody. Boom. <laughs> Yumacon, Yumacon, whatever you want to call it. We did it. Yumacon. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time. It was a pleasure meeting you, Jim. Can't wait to have you on the yes. show again. John St. John, if you're listening to this by any chance, hey, can't wait to talk to you again, too. It's great meeting you. Mm-hmm. What a great time it was. Fantastic. And the other thing we didn't even mention, uh, there were some cosplayers for the Michigan Comic Con that we went to, but at Yomacon, they were all over the place. Everywhere. And a lot of them were absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, there was some out-of-this-world stuff. And like I told Jim when we were talking to him, it was so cool to see, like, you know, I like some, like, older animes and, like, niche video games. So to see tons of Danganronpa people and Persona people, like, everywhere returned, I was like, this is, yep, that's, uh uh-huh, yep, you're him. Oh, there's four Danganronpa people all in a row right there. That's awesome. Jim said he got a picture with Majima and Kiryu, Uh some Yakuza cosplayers, which I never saw, sadly. It's like, all my favorite things are actually here and actually, like... There's humans that know and like the things that I like. I can't believe it. Because uh-huh. literally anywhere we go, other than you and me, Nobody hey, knows you know that, that cool no. thing? No. No, 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 no. Okay, never mind. Uh, you, play, you play any video games? No. No. All right. Watch well. anime? No. Okay. All right. So you, you the listener, are my only other outreach. So <laughs> get, get a hold of me. Tell me that you like the things I like. Make me feel validated. <laughs> so... So it's not just me at the con. It's the only place I feel at I home. saw several characters of Seven Deadly Sins. I thought it was fantastic. As you said, Persona was in there. Whole bunch of, mm. oh, a whole bunch of Demon Slayer characters and uh, different oh, nice, setups nice. for that. Fant- uh, yeah. Can't say it enough. The, the cosplay was phenomenal. It was mm. awesome. It actually, you know, I was telling you as we were walking, I was never to a point where I'm like, I could never do this. But as the ending mm. of the day came, I'm like, man, that'd be so cool to, cosplay something and go in there and just be a fun character and do you know stupid crap and and, and even we saw we saw the range of cosplays from good to just super casual mm-hmm. like i walked by some luffy's from one piece there was just a dude in a little like red shirt and a, and a straw yeah. hat and you know Not wasn't okay. super involved but he was part of it mm-hmm. he was there he was doing his thing so it's like man i could totally do that casual Find some cosplay. simple character yeah, throw on a trench coat and grow the hair a little long and spike it up, and I'd be Detective Gumshoe from Phoenix Wright. Uh-huh. There we go. Boom. Perfect. Or make bodysuits of you know two particular characters and don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. You can't. You can't. No spoilers. <laughs> it's gonna be the best. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, that was that was our con experience. We had a great time. That was the mm-hmm. bulk of the show, as we told you guys. But we would be remiss if we did not give you the gearbox news tonight we've already run long this is ridiculous whoa 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 we can't skip my favorite <laughs> oh, part of the show oh god here we go because it wouldn't be a third shift episode <laughs> even this deep in the episode no. without saying we got shift codes for gold keys and borderlands 2 and borderlands 2 so here's the rest of the forms instagram hit me a preferred shift code for a fighter get yourselves a free loot i had to get it in Whew. i was sweating all the Man. time eric was talking about mm. stuff i was just like it was like it. a slow trickle it. and like the vein was pulsing mm-hmm. in my in in my temple mm-hmm. i was like I gotta say it. Gotta say. Gotta say. Shift codes not yet. Not yet. I can't say it. Yet. I can't say it. We were supposed to do it so long ago. So long ago. 
So long ago. Gosh, it's Chef it wasn't the proper time, man. It would have been an improper chopper if you had done that. That's right. That's right. Got to keep it proper. Got it right. right. Proper chopper up here. That's all we do. We That's ride right. around in the proper chopper. <laughs> so anyways, all right. Matt got his part out. Gearbox News, guess what? They had a patch. They had the hot fixes. Woo boy, did they. Now, we had a conversation about this a long time ago because Captain Haunt mm. was super easy and ridiculous, and we just smoked them, yeah. walk away, never dropped anything good. It was kind of weird. You know, it was still mm. like the event. We all, you, know, you heard it. You already listened. Well, guess mm. what, everybody? They went ahead and made his shield extremely much better. Muchos gracias. Yay. Mm-hmm. He's harder to beat now. You're actually going to see him go through more of his phases. And on yep. top of it, because most of you wouldn't be saying yay right now because you don't want him to be harder. You just want to smoke him and get his loot and get out of there. They made the mm-hmm. chances of him dropping awesome loot much higher. So along with yeah, the higher right. shield comes the higher loot. And that was definitely needed for me at least because, well, along with another thing that we're going to talk about in half a second, I've only played it through a handful of times because it takes a long time to get in there again. More on that later in a second. But every time I went in there, that man dropped maybe a blue. I never saw a legendary from him. No, wait, that's a lie. He dropped a legendary that was super underpowered from where I was at. But it wasn't his, his, uh, the ne- Necro Shocker. What's the, what's the thing uh, called? Fearmonger the or Necro whatever. Tube. He never dropped the Fearmonger or any, any new cool stuff. It was just old stuff. So now that he can drop better loot, that, and that's that's all I want. I want to get the thing. Well, Give me the shiny things. On on top of that, though, they made him drop better loot. They increased the shields rate, blah, blah, blah. The really cool part is now when you're mm-hmm. killing the ghosts, yeah. they drop more of the hectoplasms. So yeah. it shouldn't take as long to get from cycle to cycle to get in there and get him down. And that's literally the reason why I've only played it a handful of times. Because it, it took... I mean, when you're playing in True Vault Hunter mode, in Mayhem mode... And you, and ghosts are popping out. Well, you still have a badass over here and three cycles mm-hmm. over there rushing at you and a tank over here. Well, oh, ghost. Well, he's just going to hit me because I can't reorient myself because I have to start taking this stuff out. So the fact that ghosts drop a heck of a lot more hectoplasm, especially based on the rarity. Like I like that it's scaled mm-hmm. up like loot ghosts. Foom, ectoplasm everywhere. Badass ghosts, you get more. Even regulars, you get two. I mean, just the, just the cycle of okay, you're out of the event now. Go harvest some more. It was it was it was always off putting because it was 25. You had to kill 25 ghosts mm-hmm. to do it. It it was it was too much for me because I'm not you know I my you're my time limited now too. Yeah, I'm not Farmer Jones anyway. But now I can be Farmer Jones because I'll just get the pling. I'll see the little check mark appear fast as lightning. And you're in and out. Fast yeah. as lightning, and I'll get back in. Yeah, And that's that's kind of how it should have been the whole time, I think, making sure that if you're wanting to do that and participate, it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting in, you're getting out. You can go in, you can go out. Yeah. Because it's it's a little time to get from the beginning of that little instance all the way to Captain Haunt. So it mm-hmm. shouldn't be you're taking all this time to get to him. It was kind of like, oh, like, Kyle, this is an event. Unless you're just farming for it and going into like the circle of slaughters or whatever and literally just smoking enemies until you got it and then jumping out and going and doing them. Or another cool idea, how about having the ghosts in the event also drop the items you need for the event? So, so if you, you can were build going towards through, the next one as you're doing. So, yeah, when you pop out and you're like, Maurice, hey, I got stuff, it'll be like, oh, you have 13 already. already. Big it boom. That'd be yeah. even better. They did not do that, mm-hmm. however. But but still, they did they did really good stuff. Another cool thing they did was they're reducing the amount of tear items that are dropping 
and then starting to cycle back in the normal attributes to your items and whatnot. We got to specify that though, because they're increasing the terror items from enemies in the Bloody Harvest yes. event and reducing the terror items from, from normal, normal enemies. enemies. There you go. Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's what they're doing because, of course, it's going to be coming to a close in a couple of weeks and they understand that afterwards that the terror part's going to be useless. So people want the normal stuff. Unless you get that terror gu- those guns that give you terror and then you can swap to your terror guns. To do, Which do more stuff. damage, yeah. The ones that are so, yes. so you can you can you can still load yourself up like we were talking about last week with Which cool is stuff why that's usable that forever. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're looking for that perfect build that allows you to create your own terror, then use the terror to get better crit or whatever it is. Sweet, cool mm. for you, great for you. But obviously, those who are just casually playing and just want to start getting the normal attributes again, that's what they're trying to accomplish there. But if you're farming for the terror builds. There's still yeah. a means and a ways to do that. Yep. Very cool. Very smart. Appreciate that, Gearbox. You guys the best. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I think that pretty much wraps it up for the hot fixes. There's stuff they fixed for, like, different crashes, like quests that get hung up and all that other stuff. And you know the deal. You know the drill. If you want to know more, go check it out yourselves. I've never had any crashing issues. My Everything's great for me. My life is awesome. Indeed, Mr. Matt. I don't have crashes either. My life is great and awesome as well. <laughs> hey, you know who else's life is great and awesome? Those people over there at Gearbox Publishing. Because hey, we got what? I think it was two to two, maybe even actually three announcements. Because we got the first one that I saw was hey, Gearbox Publishing is bringing World of Warships Legends mm-hmm. Firepower Deluxe Edition physically on November fifteenth. November fifteenth, yep. coming right up PS4, around the corner. Xbox One, PC. Right around the corner. I I was surprised it was that quick, you know. I thought they'd give it a little bit more time, but boom, that's what you're into, and you want to go on there and play some multiplayer, crazy, cool Mm -hmm. ship, freaking war craziness. Hey, Gearbox Publishing is making that possible if you want the physical editions. And you know what? My uncle should get that. I know he plays the world of games. Mm -hmm. He should get that and send it to me. If there's cross-play, then I can play it with him. Mm -hmm. Boom. That'd be awesome. And he listens, so you know what? He'll hear this, and then boom, in the mail, you're going to get a copy. Merry Christmas to me. And also, hey, while I'm there saying, hey, load up this for Christmas, another game that's coming out in a physical edition from Gearbox Publishing, or at least associated with Gearbox Publishing, you know the deal. On the same date, November 15th, Risk of Rain 2 physical edition is coming out. So that's, that's, I mean, it's been, has it been officially launched yet, or is this like the official launch of it? That's a good question. So, no, it's been, it was in an early access for a long time, but... I think this is the official launch, right? Because I thought it was early access up to this point. I, I just don't know if it if it went to 1.0 like a month ago and we we haven't had our hands on it, so we weren't mm-hmm. sure, but... Well, I don't know. All I know... Well, regardless. Regardless, yeah. the physical editions are going to hit that same day, November 15th, so if you haven't already purchased digitally, you're not already sinking your teeth into it, I hear nothing but good about it. This is one of those ones, as we always said, wanted to get into, would like to try out and play. Mm-hmm. So much going on, so much to do, so many crazy games out there. I'm a working yep. man, family man, so, so much I could play. Now, there's another one that was, I don't know if it's been any updates to it, but we know we talked about Gearbox Publishing publishing Astroneer, that little, like, the Spaceman game that we weren't sure what the exact play was. And I only heard about this from Saved You a Click Video Games, which is, 
it shows you the clickbait article and then it tells you the context on Twitter. And it was like, hey, Gearbox Publishing is releasing three, will be releasing three cool games coming up. And Astroneer was in their recap of the article. Mm-hmm. Astroneer is coming out on the 15th as well for, for definitely on PS4. Well, I think it's been out on PC, but it's launching on PS4 digital and physical editions. So another Gearbox Publishing physical edition. You can get your hands on generic tag. I know you love the physical media. Get it. You got to get it. It's Gearbox. It's physical. You got to buy it right now. And it's go get super it. trippy, go get super it. spacey. Do it. All right. So a three-pack on the 15th of November. Save your shekels. Spend your ducats. Support Gearbox Publishing with their physical releases, man. I agree with that. If you like what Gearbox is doing, Gearbox Publishing in specific, they've got all sorts of cool stuff happening. If you like the physical copies, they've got it done for you. Go get them. Go pick them up. Check them out. Have a great time with them. So far, all their cool little titles they've been throwing out there have been fun in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious, what a great job. It's awesome to see them moving forward with that publishing, as we've said a thousand million times. And then uh, I'm just going to say, um, I'll get on my little soapbox here and say, mm-hmm. since we're talking about Gearbox Publishing and things that are awesome and great, uh, where's my user research team, people? Where yeah, you at? where are they at? Where's your, where's your latest report? Where's your, where's your presentation? I thought they'd keep coming Let back with like the stuff that they're messing with and telling us all about it. Mm-hmm. I gotta know. I gotta. They, you can't. You, you put the hook in mm-hmm. my lip. You gotta reel me in. You can't just leave me sitting here. I suspect they're working on their next. Because see, a lot of the deals coming through have been these physical editions, things like that, and that requires a yeah, lot of true. people and a lot of moving parts. But it doesn't require them. I think they're working yeah. on whatever that super secret big project is that publishing's got going. Something That's along fair. those lines. I think they're in there playing the game, hardcore, testing it, making it better, making it better, and they can't, of course, talk about it yet. Well, plus, if we're talking about all these hot fixes every week for Borderlands 3, you know your re- user research team has got to be looking at the statistics and breaking them down and using charts and, and graphs and, and line, line data. You got you to let me know what's happening. Uh-huh. What, what are they looking at? I got to know. We do got to know. Give it. Give me. Give it to you me. You can't just go away like this. You're breaking our hearts. You're leaving a void. I followed one of the user research like the lead of the user research team, and he hasn't tweeted since like 2014. But I was going through my follows, and I went, "This dude, click." Oh, he still hasn't. But and then it, it broke my heart all over again because oh. I saw Gear, lead of Gearbox user research team, and I went, oh, "Where you at? Where you guys at? You at? Come on back to us. Oh, someday, everybody. Someday they'll be back." But until that day, that is it for Gearbox News this week. It was a little bit short, but we knew it was going to be short, and we wanted to tell you all about our wonderful adventures at the con this past weekend. So if you didn't like it, I'm sorry. Too bad for you. We loved it. We had a great time, and we're going to talk about it because it's our show, and that's what we wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) And it has to do with the show. It does. Because we talked about the show with people who've been on the Mm -hmm. show and people who'll be on the show in the future. Beautiful. It's all done, all there. And that's it, everybody. That's going to wrap it up for the week. We've got the closings, all the things. You know, here we go. You know what to do. <laughs> so tell us how much you loved or hated our con stories, our con experience. E- email us at info at thirdshift.me. Tweet at us at thirdshiftme. Find us on Facebook under Third Shift. That's that's how you do it. That's I was going to roll into something else, and I totally blanked on what it would be. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. That's how you do it. That is how you do it. You can also do it in different ways, like going over to Patreon, throwing us a buck or two. You like what you hear? Like what we're swinging? 
hey, we treat it just like a tip jar. Consider throwing us $2, $3, $5, coveted million dollars. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat, we appreciate it so very, very much. Helps us keep the lights on. We'll open up a food line if that one individual opens up that $1 million donation. And we're going to have oh, yeah. babies in jars, oh, yeah. a whole Yeah, aisle. we will. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, we it's will. coming. It's coming. Yeah, we will. <laughs> it's coming. Yes, it's coming. Oh, it's coming wait. tomorrow. tomorrow. Get my baby in a jar. Next week's going to be insane. It's going to be the best. <laughs> it's finally coming, everybody. The world is changing. We'll also have a whole aisle. Condi- <laughs> For Cold Cox, patented, coming up. You know, if you don't know what that is, go check out our old episode, Cold Cox. Brilliant idea. It's going to be great. We're going to have mascots (laughs) running around. We're going to have Yusukoi fish. It's going to be fantastic. There's a lot of things happening. This this food line is going to be the best food line you've ever seen. That's That's why it will be the food line. Exactly. And not a food line, okay? If you cannot throw us a dollar, two dollars to help that dream come true, hey, that's okay. We understand. You got to pay bills. Christmas is coming. Black Friday is coming. Y'all got to be ravenous animals and run out there and eat each other's souls for five dollars off whatever movie or whatever it is you're looking for. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. I've been there myself. You can support us in so many other ways, like mailbag questions, feedback, positive or negative. Prefer the positive. You know, we get enough negative feedback in regular life. Just don't need it in the show too. So that's true. I talked about it on this episode. <laughs> so positive feedback mostly or constructive criticism at the worst. All other forms, five, five star ratings, likes on the Facebooks, all those things. You guys know the drill by now. We support you. You support us. We keep moving. We keep pushing forward. We love you all. Take care. Da 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 bing bang boom. Absolutely. I just want to reiterate, positive feedback, send that to all the official channels. Negative feedback, send that to at Usako84. Just send it directly to her. That's that's all you need to do. I don't need to see it. She can handle all that stuff. That's how we do it. But of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 15th of November for our very next episode. And you can find that episode, you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, Please give us a like, a rating, review, a comment, and subscription. Any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. I don't know why I went into this voice, but that's how we're closing the episode out there. Like, that's <laughs> what we're doing. Hey, oh, and guess what, boys and girls? I do got us an old five-star story, but that story ain't getting told tonight because we done run our dang old mouse too dang long. <laughs> so I'm going to run this. I'm going to run this line 40 yards out and just keep on reeling because I got time on my hands and I ain't telling you to tell. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. So I got nothing left to say today. But wait, wait. I, I got to say, I appreciate how I got the fishing metaphor in uh-huh. earlier and with I'm the hook in my lip, and you just done continued <laughs> it up no, real good. It's like we're show partners in the show, oh, but doing 167 crazy. episodes oh, together. Yee-haw. God bless it. I right, ain't nothing else to say, though, man. We got to get on out of here. It's two days late tonight. You got to say That's one right. word. I'll tell you, boy, don't you don't forget to say, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that old gin and turkey. Shut up and sit down.